God is with you. Let us pray. God who comes to our level, whose nature is revealed in power laid aside, give us grace to welcome you in the one who tests the bounds of our community, in the child, in the outcast, the one who comes with no power except that of remaking our hearts. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. Who is the greatest? Who is the greatest? Aside from Muhammad Ali, of course. So much time, energy, and resources go into variations on this question. In everything from nationalism to academia, the desire to be the greatest poisons participants and bulldozes the periphery. There was a period in my life when I lived this question. I was in my mid-twenties, living in L.A. in Echo Park, playing in an indie rock band. The band had just been signed to a great label. It seemed like a dream come true. Little did I know how much of a nightmare it would end up being. Think skinny jeans and pale skin, lots of snobby hipsters with keyboards, smells of cheap beer and sweat, piling into vans, constantly moving from town to town, and always, always competition. Competition with other musicians, competition and posturing with the press, always trying to portray ourselves as better than everyone else. I hated it. It sucked the life out of me. Around that time, I made my way to a funky church that met in a jazz venue. In that setting, I felt none of that childish competition, and I met some of the people with whom I would share the rest of my life, including my future mentor in the priesthood, Jimmy Bartz. Jimmy and his wife, Cindy, are incredible folks. They're role models, like non-blood family for Mary Beth, me, and our boys. Our Jimmy, our son, is named after that Jimmy. Cindy is our matron saint. She has her MSW and spent her younger years working with inner city youth. When I first met Jimmy and Cindy, I thought they had idyllic lives, just easy lives. Then I learned that they have a child with severe special needs named Jazz. Jazz has fragile X syndrome. 
Fragile X is a genetic developmental disorder caused by an expansion of the CGG triplet repeat within the FMR1 gene on the X chromosome. This results in silencing of that part of the gene and a deficiency of a certain protein which develops connections between neurons. Jazz is neurologically akin to about a nine-month-old, despite being 18 years old now. He is nonverbal, he's on the autistic spectrum, and he suffers from anxiety. When I first heard about Jazz, I was really sad for Jimmy and Cindy. I couldn't imagine being able to care for a child who suffered and was that kind of abnormal. But Cindy and Jimmy saw it so differently. They saw Jazz as a teacher. In fact, Jimmy said that it was Jazz who inspired him to start that funky church in the jazz venue. Jazz taught them and taught me what it means to be loved by God. How God is not interested in selfish greatness. How faith is not a question of intellectual capacity. How trivial competition is in the face of love eternal. And how essential grace is to the dignity of every human being. Those are the lessons Jesus teaches us today, the shift from competition to grace. Jesus took a little child and put it among them, and taking it in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me and the one who sent me. In our culture, we can't quite grasp what Jesus says and does here. We think of children as like Raphael's angels, like sweet, pure, and innocent. We revere childhood as some lost idyllic state. The ancient Near East had a totally different take on childhood and children. As biblical scholar Ched Myers points out, children represented the bottom of the social and economic scale in terms of status and rights in the ancient Mediterranean world. The culture valued age, tradition, wisdom, and power. Children had none of that. Children could not offer anyone anything. Here, Jesus launches a radical status reversal as emblematic of God's kingdom. In our mindset, this is akin to dismissing a good-looking, intelligent, famous person and elevating someone with severe special needs as the ideal. As Jimmy used to say, don't hear what I'm not saying I'm not saying that life with Jazz is easy. One of the last times we saw Jazz, we went to a remote campsite in Wyoming. Jazz put rocks in his mouth and chewed on them. 
He snuck into the car to watch his iPad and drained the car battery such that Cindy was in danger of being stuck hours away from the nearest town had a stranger not pass by with jumper cables. Jass was not potty trained for over 13 years and has still not quite mastered it. Life with Jass is not easy. To folks on the outside, it might not look like the greatest life. But the God love life is different. The God love life is founded and graced and nourished in eternal love, all of which abounds in the Bart's house, as well as a healthy portion of Gallo's humor. And while Jazz can be tough and his anxiety is difficult for him, there is nothing in the world like seeing Jazz go up to someone and give them a hug. Grace, love, connection, service. These are greatness in God's kingdom. That's what greatness looks like. That doesn't mean that we don't strive to improve ourselves or to make the world better. We must make the world better for the 800,000 people living with fragile X syndrome worldwide for the 49,000 Afghan refugees currently living on U S military bases for the 9,000 Haitian refugees living under a bridge in Texas for the 2.2 billion children living on this planet today. We can and we must learn to improve ourselves, learn and improve ourselves so that we can serve those in need to help those who teach us about God's love. We learn and develop not to show how great we are, but to show others how great they are and how great God is. We don't rely upon competition for our self-worth. Rather, we find our identity and value as interconnected children of God. When we find ourselves grounded in love eternal, we can listen to the question, who is the greatest? And respond, who cares? Amen. The mustard seed this week is to reflect on a special needs person in your life. Consider what they have shown you, what they have taught you, and what God has to teach us all about the God love life. Have an incredible week.
with trust and hope, we turn our hearts to God in prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good earth, and for the wisdom to live into our interdependence with all of God's creation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute. For prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God, the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For deliverance from all violence, oppression, and degradation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another as we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God of love, We pray this week for all the students returning to Isla Vista. May everyone find a place to live that they are safe and ready to transition into this new school year. For all of these, we pray. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. All that we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to your honor and glory. Amen. And now we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.